Yo, what is up, you guys? And welcome back to the fourth or fifth or something episode of the podcast um, with your main host, Isai. And also, we got here two special guests today. Well, one more special than the other because the other one's been here before. But, uh, Vices, <laughs> how's it going, bro? How, how you been? Hey, I've been good, man. How are you? Uh, good as well. Um, if you guys don't know who Dices is, um, you're living under a shell. I'm just kidding, but um, yeah, Dices is a 78,000 subscriber, right? Yes, YouTuber, 78.1. yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, yep. he does Minecraft. 78.2 now, not bad. No, you're good, not bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, and uh, we got gigs here with, um, you're, you're about to hit 600, right? You're about to, yeah. Yeah, not bad, not bad. But yeah, um, we invited Dices because, bro. There's been a lot of history with you. You've you came from nothing. You came out of nowhere, and uh, look at you now. You're one of the top, top up there. Would you say that? Yeah, I would say I'm probably one of the top Minecraft bedrock uh, YouTubers for sure. PvP YouTubers. Uh, yep, that's so true. To what point do you think you're? You can go out there and say, uh, I made it, like on YouTube. Do you think you can go out there right now and say you've made it? Or do you still want to? You think you're still Not yet. I, yeah, I think I still need to get there. Uh, I still need to build up my brand overall for my community. Uh, that's something I'm trying to do this year. That's, a, that's one of my main goals is to continue to build my brand. But I think really the I made it is whenever you do hit that 100,000 and you do get that YouTube plaque. I think that's when a person could say they've made it on YouTube. Yeah, because um, I don't remember when the tweet was tweeted, but hopefully you remember. Uh, a long time ago, you said you said you tweeted out saying, uh, "I'm making more money on YouTube than I am in my regular job. Should I quit my job and put a hundred percent to YouTube?" What What happened then? Back then, when you tweeted, I, I hope you remember about it. You remember? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think that was like sometime mid middle of last year. I started like YouTube started really kind of paying paying a lot more. I was getting a lot of stream donations. I was streaming a lot, and overall views started going up. And I I really wanted to uh, quit then. And if I quit my job then, like it, YouTube would have been just paying everything and then just a little bit extra. But I decided to keep my job just so I could have a little bit even more money to start saving. Yeah. And continue to uh, save more money while still doing the same amount of work. And that's good, though. Either way, YouTube. either ways is good because I, I, I guess some people like people love uh, YouTube, and YouTube can really pay for everything that you have, right? But people like being um, mm -hmm. like on hands people. You know, people don't like just staying there and doing videos. You want to go out there, build a house, build you know whatever you want. Yeah, but it's not bad. Yeah, yeah. one thing I can I can I say something though? Yeah, go for it. Not honestly. Uh, normally, when you think about like YouTubers that made it out, meaning you know made it out of the what you call it, like the slum off YouTube or getting into the algorithm, basically. I guess that's a better yeah. way. Okay, you know, you are probably one of those people because I've watched your progress. You know, when you were at like three thousand subs coming up. I knew you based off of action, action and major elixir at the time when you guys all like lived together at one point. You yeah. Know? And I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm impressed and I admire like the things you do alongside with action. And 
in terms of underrated i do put you on action in that boat together you know i take some inspiration from what you guys do and i really hope like on one day maybe right now i'm kind of slacking but you know one day i'll be like you know in the mix with you guys and just yeah you know but i do admire how you guys work you know the consistency and the persistence Mm-hmm. Hopefully, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I respect that though. It, it does. Super look. I appreciate that. Yeah, you just gotta keep keep going at it. It's consistency is pretty much key with the YouTube. If YouTube sees you're continuously putting in the time and effort, and mm-hmm. like you have decent quality that keeps the viewers engaged longer. Um, the longer the videos, that's the more YouTube will push it out. So yeah. that's something that you, I guess, a good tip to focus on is uh, viewer engagement, how long they're watching, and stuff like that. When when and I know this is a hard question for or a hard uh, realization for a lot of YouTubers. When do you think you should give up? And uh, what I mean with this is like, just take take for example, Beijing Canadian. He mm-hmm. he grinded all of his uh, past years. Uh, but now he only gets like 30,000 uh, views max and he has almost 6 million subscribers. Do you think that's the point where he has to realize that he's um, sealed the bag and he should, you know, leave the platform or what do you think about that? Hmm. Well, honestly, if, if he's financially still stable from YouTube, then I don't see a reason to give up. And if he still has... A personal goal to do on YouTube that he hasn't reached he wants to achieve then I don't feel he needs to give up either if until he's satisfied with his journey on YouTube then then I don't think he should give up but if it is not financially stable if you are putting your your financial security at risk to chase something and that isn't going as what you expected then you should probably give up and try to get financially stable and secure in life before you do put more time and effort into that uh dream that you are chasing yeah not bad yeah i i I agree to extent um but i i know i know for sure he's not financially uh unstable just because the reason that um, I watched the Sideman, and uh, one time they asked Vicstar how much money he made out of one of his servers, and he replied with saying, "I think it was two to three million. And I'm pretty yeah. sure Beijing Canadian is the same way. Mm-hmm. He, he made that two to yeah, three million. And they all have side businesses for sure, and that yeah, they're yeah. all financially secure. And yeah, that's the thing I I think is very important when coming on to YouTube. Don't base your income strictly on YouTube, because you never know when yeah, yeah. things will make a turn for the worst. You, um, YouTube, you never get. Yeah, even though YouTube seems pretty stable now, that doesn't mean there isn't a chance it shuts down one day by some, you know, crazy reason for some crazy reason. But you have yeah. to have a backup plan all the, all the time, just so you don't end up, you know, in the slums or just in a bad spot. You know, yeah. So always have a plan B. Going yeah, you always gotta have something else going on. Yeah, for sure. Shit. And that's basically you and work. You said you don't want. You're not leaving your job right now because you mm-hmm. know adds extra cash you know so that doesn't really yeah you know exactly if you can balance it then why not uh moving on topic um you used to be um what armed forces used to be just in a regular army right Uh, i was in the uh, marine corps the marine corps do you so like were you ever in the army or just was it just that marine corps 
No, just the uh, yeah, just the Marine Corps. Now, uh, I was just about to ask you if you ever killed anybody, but never mind. No, <laughs> I, I was nervous. I, I never like saw action or anything like that. So I I only went to Japan for like a month, and uh, that was uh, for reservists. We go in once a month uh, mm-hmm. for a weekend, and then one a whole month in the summer. We do stuff as well, so I still go went through all the entire basic training and MOS school, and then yeah, I just did the once a month reservist duties. What? But yeah, I don't know if you had any direct questions about that. I, I, had, I have something lenient towards getting into it. Um, what would you recommend to someone who's un, unsure or has a blurry vision of their future who wants to get into the Marine Corps? Would you recommend it? Or? Uh, if it's really, you got to really do your research on it for sure. It's a really good experience that changed my life for the better, for sure. Like really good discipline and uh, drive. I have a lot of drive to chase after my goals and stuff in life. But it, it's definitely mentally challenging as well. Like physically, if you're a pretty active physical, you know, you did sports in high school. For, I, th- I honestly think anybody who was active in high school could pretty much uh, complete the basic training, like uh, yeah. physical stuff. But the mental side is a lot different. It's a lot harder, and you really got to prepare for that part of it. But it's you've also got to decide what you want to do inside that military branch, like specific jobs. They're not just, you know, here's a gun, you go shoot whenever yeah. people shoot at you. You have, you have duties you have to do. Like, I was a mechanic, so I worked on vehicles and stuff like that. There's admin jobs. There's all types of different military jobs. So you also want to make sure you get the job you want. Um, recruiters can kind of push you to do something that you may not necessarily want, and that's their job. That's what they're supposed to do. They're just there to get people to, to sign the contract. So I would definitely recommend doing your research, trying your hardest to get the job that you want or something that you, you a job that you would pr- probably enjoy for that four to six years. And, uh, but, yeah, now, now that you said that now, what made you join then? Like after you did your research and all that, what made you join? Uh, well, looking at it now, uh, my brother went in and I saw how he came out, how it changed him how my family changed their perspective on him. And like subconsciously, I was like, oh, okay, I'll do that too. Everybody's really happy of him. He seems to be perfectly fine and uh, has, you know, money to spend because, you know, if you're on base, you really don't have hardly any bills except maybe your cell phone and food. Um, So he was able to buy a lot of stuff from him. I was like, okay, well, this seems like a really good thing for me. That'll get me started off in life and uh make my family proud so that's kind of what pushed me to do it it's not bad you you did this with a i'm guessing with a good mentality right yes yeah definitely that's not bad at all and um how's your brother is your brother still doing is your brother still active uh no he's uh we're both out now yeah he's uh we're all living together all right not, not but yeah, he was uh, he was security forces in the Marine Corps, and was uh, stationed up in Washington. And then went to uh, I believe 
Saudi Arabia or something like that. One of those countries Yeah. in the Middle East. I can't recall. This following next question is for both of you, actually. And uh, you guys can answer how it is. Uh, why did you guys, why did all of us choose MCP and not MCPC, you know? Uh, me personally, because that's all, all I had was a phone as a, as a, you know, teenager, I didn't have a computer or anything like that. I could run Java. So I started off on a jailbroken iPhone 5C playing Minecraft and, you know, building everything so far, but I don't know about. No, for me, for me in case, um, it was, um, this guy who used to take care of my brother. And um, I would always be playing in this tablet because he would always bring it over. And, yes, I was that one little annoying kid. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I started playing Minecraft there. Um, I told him to buy it. He bought it. And then I started playing Minecraft. And I remember it was so hard to, you know, go against the zombies. That was the top thing at that moment. Um, but, yeah, I guess that's how we all started. Uh, Gigs, how, how did you start? Um, I started, there was some guy at school that introduced me to it. And then ever since then... I kind of got addicted. Um, I didn't have a phone of my own at the time. I used to use my dad's phone <laughs> the day to record at 340p resolution. And it was a, little, a phone called a Huawei. And it was a very tiny phone. But I remember, you know, back in the day when you couldn't really purchase stuff. You know, it was more APK based. Um <laughs> I yeah. used a lot of APKs because, you know, my parents never believed in spending money on games and stuff like that. So I just made use of whatever resources I had. No, oh, yeah, for sure. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty <laughs> well, that's sure how I got into it. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure I've used a few FP, APKs now and then, you know. Another question. This is a question for you, Dices. You, you keep a PG in your videos, right? Yes. Are you really PG, like, outside your videos? No, I would say no. Definitely not. But, I, I, I honestly, yeah, it's it's just better overall, fa family-friendly. Like, I still, you know, say crap, stuff like that, but I'm not going to cuss just because then it, it takes out a huge part of that Minecraft audience who do yeah. watch the videos. So I'd rather, you know, try to appeal to... Uh, the larger audience and still you know be entertaining to the older audience as well mm -hmm. and try to you know just meet in the middle somewhere what would you say to people of, what would you say to people who consider that being quote-unquote fake or just not being yourself if you're not cussing in your videos or blah 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 you get me i mean i just don't know if those people fully understand the uh online personas and a lot of people, they their online personas are characters that are meant to, you know, like honestly, like nowadays, uh, the cartoons that kids are watching are Dream SMP and stuff like that. Yeah. Our cartoons, like, well, not necessarily cartoon, but that that's what kids are watching nowadays. They're they're watching YouTube more than they are, uh, you know, the Cartoon Networks and stuff like that. Oh so, yeah, they're they're watching so, Coco Melon and all that shit. Yeah. People build storylines off of their own characters to keep people engaged. So that's why I feel like a lot of people do go PG. So that way they can still build a good character persona for their online audience to enjoy. Yeah, I think with that, Gix would really uh, agree with you because Gix actually does keep his videos PG. And uh, 
I'm sure everybody has their own reason. Um, like, what, what would be your reason, Gigs? My reason is for the same thing. Minecraft is a mixture, you know. A lot of the, I think a big, like, portion of the community are younger viewers, in all honesty. But that's one of the main reasons. You know, you got to lead by example. The way I see it, you can't just be doing things because you can become an inspiration to these kids and they will just think what you do is the right thing, you know. So you have to set an example. And as Dicey said, by doing this, you're kind of in the middle. By keeping your content PG, you're in the middle, you know. You can entertain those adult viewers or the older viewers and those younger viewers and still have a set audience and everyone's happy. So I think when you build your channel based off that, it's it's good, you know, just PG. (coughs) Benefits you more and works out best for everybody. Yeah, it's not bad. Maybe maybe one day I'll take you guys' um, tips and um, put a PG (laughs) channel out there. But so far right now, (laughs) I'm nowhere near that. But yeah, um, I know we're rapidly moving through topics, but I have a big one uh, for you, Dices. Um, Do you know... Do you remember this name, uh, Bally Sham? He's a small YouTuber, 238 subscribers. Yeah, I've seen him around the community and in my, uh, I believe, live streams before. Okay, yeah. He has a video out uh, called The Truth About Dices. Have you ever watched that video? No, I don't believe so. Okay, well, this video has 2.6K views with 128 likes and 22 dislikes. Um, practically in this video, he's, uh, making his side of his story and your side of your story about how he, um, I- I'm not, I'm not sure if he got banned or he's just making a video saying where you're live streaming and he's saying that you're saying that he's, uh, targeting you, that he's, um, sniping you. Um, but he's trying to like expose that he's not sniping you quote-unquote mm-hmm. um but it, it does it does look a little bit sus from his side because he does look like he's targeting you but what, what, what do you think about him like people like him well honestly i try to ignore it as much as i can now something it's definitely something that i'd struggled with in the past like uh when people would make videos like oh my god exposing dices or clipping me using me as like a I, I killed Dicey's this YouTuber yeah. uh, to, I guess, get themselves more out into the algorithm. Or, like, honestly, now I'm kind of over it. For a while, it did bother me, but now I just kind of just try my best to pass through it and ignore it. But, I mean, they're going to do whatever they're going to do. Hopefully, they end up realizing um, they could grow without using me and trying to, uh, I guess, do videos like that, trying to expose me for uh some ri- ridiculous reason if it's a legit concern then i'll like you know look into it like uh regular criticism or well constructive criticism yeah, yeah. i'll definitely like look into but if it's just like some uh dicey said i was stream sniping him which i believe he probably did a lot and maybe he wasn't that specific time but he probably did before and that's i might have said some words that probably weren't the best but yeah because yeah. um and I'm going to say this, and I'm not saying it to bring you down or anything, but there's a lot of people in the comment section that keep saying, uh, yes, uh, I've been banned before because uh, supposedly I'm quote-unquote snipe streaming uh, Dicey's. Uh, oh, well, 
a lot of those the hive has they can track when two people queue a lot of them would queue the same time i would queue while i was streaming so that's why a lot of people did get banned they were queuing non-stop and i would even requeue they'd continue to requeue the hive has ways to track pretty much everything you do they could they can look up every message you sent anytime throughout their entire server and people don't realize this so they could easily tell if someone is sniping and i bring it up to the occasionally i'll bring it up to the staff and if they do their you know work and see something and they do something that's not on me that's that's just me bringing it up to their attention and then they take the executive decision to do something yeah that's uh that's i believe that's fair enough for everybody not only for yourself because uh this is what people don't understand and this is like a common problem with um society nowadays that if you report a problem you're not the one to take action on it It, and what i mean with society nowadays is that um if a if a customer in ups doesn't know whether your package ended up that's not his fault you don't have to go yell at him he just works for ups it's not like it's his fault you get me Mm -hmm. um but it's just a common uh problem with you right now just because people are targeting you in some way uh, and saying that you're banning them and all this but i mean at the end of the day is um it's not you it's the staff and it's that was their their decisions and uh they're gonna have to fucking live with it (laughs) (laughs) yeah um Throughout your whole YouTube experience and uh, ride of roller coasters, uh, what would you say your lowest point of life was, uh, YouTube-wise? Let's not get too personal, but yeah. Um, YouTube-wise, probably, yeah, pr- probably the beginning of 2019, after I moved back from Washington. Like, I was just so lost on what to do with content-wise. Um, at the time, the uh, the block and myself were having some personal issues, and we just didn't see eye-to-eye on some some uh, key things. And so I, I was kind of like, uh, well, I just built up a whole kind of audience of role-play, and now I kind of want to do something else, PvP. I don't know how well this transition is going to go. And my, v- my views dipped for... Quite a while there, my audience were audience was in this big weird transition phase, and a lot of them didn't stick around. But I ended up building it back up, and after staying consistent with the PvP content for the past two years now, that's that's not good. I I'm pretty sure you've done amazing, and I'm not. It's not a question. I'm actually. It's like a statement. You've done crazy amazing i'm pretty sure back in the old days um back when you started i'm pretty sure even i had more subs than you but on my old youtube channel but look at you now 78 and i'm not near close to you but honestly uh if i had like gig said earlier if i had to tell someone that wants to start a minecraft uh channel and i if they asked me who do you who should i uh watch videos for i would totally 10 out of 10 recommend you and even uh your boy actions because you guys uh never give up you know you guys are out there to mm-hmm. to grind um yeah uh, i'm pretty sure you guys aren't the only ones i'm pretty sure there's smaller youtubers out there making the best content out there right but you just gotta find them just like you guys um uh, made you guys uh foundable or whatever you want to call it 
Nessie said, Dicey is about, you know, like back in 2019 when you said you were having like some issues figuring out where to put your content or what type of content to do. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I think that's an issue like with P- MCPE. Actually, it's been an issue since like around 2016, you know, trying to do something that you stand out the most for doing, you know, like everyone, it's a case where everyone kind of copies some content styles, which is not a problem, but sometimes you need to think outside the box and find something that works for you and become the leader, which technically you were the person that kind of pushed the hype the most, I could say, when in the earlier days, like you... There was pizzas, and then here comes all these other PVPers like Ignacio Blade and all those people. But originally, you were probably one of the first original Hive content creators I've known, if I'm correct. Yeah. Yeah, I believe I was the first uh, person to get partner rank or the YouTube streamer rank on the Hive. And, and then shortly after, the community just continued to get bigger and continue to blow up and now uh, I, I don't even know half the people who's partnered anymore because there's just so many many new content creators coming to the scene and it's crazy to see how much the bedrock community is blowing up and where it could go in the future yeah so much potential in the bedrock community when I look at it you know you can almost compare it to Java it's just that maybe in terms of advanced like mods and um, you know, servers like specs and things you can do development wise. Mm-hmm. Java had that upper hand, but MCPE, I think, or Bedrock Edition is, I think they're getting there slowly, you know. And the yeah. biggest example of this is the fake client, which everyone's like going crazy about, you know, having toggle springs, zoom options now. Like, you yeah. know, it's crazy, you know, to see how far from not having sprint and hunger bars <laughs> <laughs> to this, you know. So, yeah, cool. Okay. And uh, just as a last question, um, and I'm pretty sure a lot of viewers, um, if there's any viewers of yours, we want to know this. Um, how did you manage uh, your social life? Like, are you good in your social life or right now are you in a spot where you're trying to fi- still figure out YouTube and then going out and all that? Honestly, <laughs> my social life is pretty non-existent. I don't really go out too much. Occasionally, like I'll go go over hang out with a friend, but with the past year, obviously nothing for sure. But regardless, my social life really wasn't much before that. So I did plan on doing stuff in 2020 until everything happened and trying to build that outside social life. Um, so hopefully, uh, maybe this year I could try to work on that if this vaccine and everything does turn out to be okay and coronavirus does go away. But yeah, as of right now, I'm pretty much sacrificing my social life to to build this dream, and uh, then I'll work on that whenever I do get more comfortable. It was a pretty interesting uh, podcast today. Um, I hope you guys really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, our guest, for me on. yeah, yeah, thanks for coming on, um, bro. There has to be a part two in the future, you know, when things get a bit of, a little bit more saucy. But yeah, before and after, bro, you know. Yeah, <laughs> if we can get in touch with you at that time, bro. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll set up for sure. <laughs> Hope you remember us when you're up there in the one million already. But yeah, 
any any last words you want to say? Any uh, inspirational words you would like to say to anybody who's having uh, problems with their YouTube channel or anything? Uh, you just gotta stick through it. I know it's rough. YouTube's a roller coaster. Um, just like a lot of other content creators say, uh, the hardest goal to get to is honestly ten thousand, and then it gets easier from there. So push, focus on ten thousand subscribers first, or even just a hundred subscribers, then a thousand, five thousand. Just set these goals that you could potentially get to, and uh, just keep pushing for it, and it'll happen before you know it. And you heard the man, guys. Links to his YouTube channel are going to be down in the description, including his Twitter and his Twitch channel. But, yeah, I hope you guys really enjoyed. Geeks links are also in the description. Don't worry. I didn't forget about you, Geeks. But, yeah, uh, I hope you guys really enjoyed. Uh, make sure to leave a like, subscribe, and we'll see you guys in the next uh, episode.